All right. Uh, hey everyone, I'm Akomi. Welcome to another solo Let's Watch. I had quite a bit of fun doing that uh, Casey Jones fan film, so I thought I would do another fan film today. This one is also pretty firmly in my wheelhouse, and it's uh, it's something that I've seen people review, but I've never actually watched all the way through myself. This is going to be the Sonic the Hedgehog fan film. Um, the, the, the Sonic movie series just came out with, uh, the, the second film in the series, and apparently that's reviewing pretty well. A lot of people seem to really like that, and still haven't checked that one out. I did like the first Sonic live action, except for the whole thing where he flossed. That was agonizing. But, uh... <clears throat> Uh, from from what I recall, and I don't remember anything about uh, about these reviews except that Jaleel White actually voices Sonic in this fan film, which is kind of crazy. So, um, so well, I gotta I gotta do this just to at least hear Jaleel White. Uh, everything else is a total blank to me. I remember nothing. Um, I seem to recall uh, one or two of the reviewers saying that they weren't incredibly impressed with the CG. So it's like, whatever, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, I, 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 I always kind of prefer doing goofy little one-off stuff like this um, as opposed to like trying to tackle an entire movie alone. So I was like, well, since, since I'm... Since I'm tackling this alone, might as well be something online that's, like, just goofy and silly and see how I do. Um, I actually thought about doing some other stuff that's always been on my radar, like Salad Fingers, and it's like, I don't I don't think I could really do a Let's Watch of something like Salad Fingers. Uh, I'm very interested in it artistically, but I don't think it's something that I could really, like, riff on and make jokes about. But this, I'm pretty sure... <laughs> pretty sure I'm going to be able to riff on and make jokes about. Anything is... Anything is possible with the wonders of of Scotch. So, I've got this pulled up on, uh, on YouTube. This is just called Sonic. Sonic the Hedgehog fan film. Spec film. Um, <clears throat> it's, it's by Blue Core Studios. Just right here on YouTube. So, you know... You can check it out. You can uh, pull this right up here on YouTube with me. Uh, hopefully, we won't have to deal with ads, but if we do, then hopefully we'll just be able to skip ads at the same time. Um, anyway, I am at the zero mark on this. Uh, looks like this opening frame just has this little announcement. <clears throat> the following is a not-for-profit fan film made solely for free public entertainment and internal use only. All Sonic the Hedgehog copyright belongs to the Sega Corporation. This film has no affiliation or association with the Sega Corporation or any other individuals with ownership of the Sonic the Hedgehog franchise. So, okay. Well, let's jump right into this. No point in wasting a bunch of time. So, I'm gonna count us in. We'll be doing the whole 3, 2, 1, go thing. And, uh, yeah, just sync right up with me, watch it along with me, maybe, uh, maybe it'll be your first time watching it too, who knows. Uh, alright, so here we go. Three, 
two, one, play. Okay. Now let's see how long this notice is on screen, because if I read it all while it was still paused, no, okay, it's going, it's going, good. Good. Hmm. Got a nice orchestral soundtrack going on. I can get behind it. Oh, lordy, that's loud. Let me, let me turn this down a little bit. Uh, Blue Core Studios. Okay, well, so far the ring is more accurate to the games than, uh, than the actual Sonic movie. I'm not crazy about the big seam in the middle of it. An Eddie LeBron film. Oh, it stopped rotating. Why did it stop rotating? Oh, there we go. Okay, now it's acting just like the movies. But hey, we got the, the seven Chaos Emeralds. Wait, is that seven? Three, four, five, six... Uh, one, two, three, four... That's it. I think that's seven. Yeah. Yeah, that's seven. Okay, cool. Cool. They're doing great so far. I'm very proud of them. It's, it's honestly a halfway solid opening. Um, the, the CG is not the most solid thing I've ever seen. South Island Planet Mobius. So this actually takes place on Mobius. Okay. It's also not a game thing, but it definitely fits in with like all the animated cartoons and whatnot. Oh man, that CG though, good lord, wow. Okay, okay, I see what people are saying about the CG now. But hey, it's the Egg Carrier from Sonic Adventure. Cool, cool, we got gamma units falling out of it, I'm liking it. Roger, roger. They, they look better than the Egg Carrier at least, but they are still very obviously CG. <laughs> But hey, you know, if I, I mean, like, the texturing and all that's half solid, if I could, uh, yeah, if I could get a figure of that, I'd, I'd get behind it, I'd be down with it. So even though it dropped ground troops, now it's launching missiles, uh, not a bad explosion. Oh, that's a lot of egg carriers, that also does not happen in the game, okay. Oh god, they're converging on the city! Oh, they're gonna force us all to look at Rouge the Bat Porn. Oh, hey, look, it's it's a Comey. <sighs> Everybody's handling this really calmly. I feel like if you were in a major city like this, and a bunch of giant airships started converging down over it, then, uh... People would not be that calm. <laughs> Mobian threat Contober. <laughs> okay. MWN, I'm assuming that's Mobian World News, Mobius World News. Oh, hey, wow. I like, uh, Oh shit, it's it's James Rolfe. <laughs> well. Okay. I I can totally get behind the guy that got to play 
Robotnik. That's that's type. <laughs> I mean, why why would you bring the angry video game nerd into a fan film and not have him be like, these robots are taking over our animals. This is ass. I mean, Robotnik is really menacing here, but he's not, like, maniacal. I need, I need my Eggman to be maniacal. I mean, hey, the, the stakes are higher than the Sonic movie. This dude looks way more like Robotnik than Jim Carrey does. But uh, Jim Carrey's definitely got, like, the whole psychotic angle going down, so... Oh, God, that CG, though, that's regrettable. That's unfortunate. Yeah, that's me. That's what I'm gonna look like in another five years, maybe. Hey, there's Jalil White. Man, he he is out of practice with that voice, though. Out of practice. Oh, man. Still sounds pretty cool. So we're seeing little glimpses of Sonic. Yeah, wow, he's... Oh, man. That that CG, but hey, they got they got the arm color right, so Chris Chan would be happy about this. Oh, this guy's with gun. What's that? There's no way. Is that the nostalgia critic? Yep. <laughs> oh my god. It's the nostalgia critic. <laughs> Sorry, this is just me reacting to it. I'm not doing anything funny. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Finally, they're about to execute the nostalgia critic. Been waiting for this. If only I had known there was a movie where they just shot Doug Walker in the back of the head. <laughs> wow, that was so incredibly fast, Sonic. You could really feel the impact as he gently fell forward from the explosion. I mean, it's more accurate. <laughs> That's cheesy as hell. I mean, it it looks more like the video games than the movie did. But also, Dolk Walker didn't have any speaking lines. That's also a shame. Is that a game reference? Is One Ten East Forty Second Street a game reference? Maybe from like Sonic 06? Okay. Who who is this? This is an Eggman. Is this the original Agent Stone? Did the real movie steal from this? The blue blur. The blue blur. Okay. Remaining? So they they're dropping a lot of hints at backstory here. They're extinct? Oh, okay. Okay. I'm very confused by all of this. 
Oh, holy shit, they captured Mark Ruffalo. No! Yeah, that joke didn't land. He doesn't look like Mark Ruffalo at all. God, I feel like I should know that guy. That didn't look painful at all. They they picked weird areas to really ramp up the special effects. Oh. Okay. Eggman is... Eggman has got some weird political leanings, I see. Oh, what? Roboticization? No, no, it's always been pronounced as roboticization. That was always the thing in the Saturday morning show. I'm I'm digging I'm digging Eggman's Morpheus glasses. I can get behind that. Man. Wish I could be the the walking backwards guy. Would have been a would have been quite a dream fulfilled there. Hey. I feel like I should know these people. There's there's so many of these people I feel like it's like are they also like James Rolfe the Nostalgia Critic? Now that could have been a pretty cool moment, but they didn't show the bullets like pinging off the robots. God, I can't decide if I love or hate Sonic's design here. This is... This is a bit rough. Are those... Are those Buzz Bombers? Did they bring in Buzz Bombers? Yeah, they did. Wow, that's... That's really cool. <laughs> and here comes Sonic moving incredibly quickly again. I mean, this is just... Amazing. So, look... Okay. <laughs> okay, I did, I did like the way the robot was aiming there. Um... Uh, Jaleel White just sounds tired here. He sounds really tired. I, th I, I feel bad because there's not much I can say to this. <laughs> Would a hedgehog find a human pretty? It always feels weird when they've got, like, this weird interspecies, like, romance undertones. So, the difficulty here with animating something fast is you don't want to animate every single frame of it. The fewer frames that they're on screen, the better it is and the quicker they look. 
So I think that's the problem, is that, you know, we're not seeing Sonic actually being a blur in any capacity. He's, like, you're, you're able to track every step. If I see one more of these first-person camera shots, I'm going to lose my mind. Just lose it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the problem, is that he's on screen for way too long. You're able to track, like, every bit of his feet moving. And the thing is, they're clearly, like, borrowing heavily from a video game model. They should just, like be mimicking the animation frames from the game models. Like, would have been pretty easy to just... Oh, hey, Motobugs! I mean, there's there's a lot to this that's a lot closer to the games than, <laughs> than the actual movie. But yeah, like, I don't feel like there's any actual velocity or anything when he's doing these jumps. and Like, they're clearly, with the jumps, they're clearly borrowing from his jump animations from, like, Sonic Adventure 2. There's a lot they could have done there. It's just like they're slowing everything down. He feels very slow, very underwater. Like, it should just be a weird spinning ball when he's doing the spin dash. Even the missile just doesn't feel fast. That's the whole problem, is that none of this stuff feels like it has any actual weight to it. That's what's bothered me about it. Are they doing a Doctor Strange love thing? I think they're doing a Doctor Strange love thing here. <laughs> okay, good good thing the missile waited until he jumped off to actually go fast. Oh man, it doesn't even feel like he's falling. It just feels like he's floating gently to the ground. Yes, this big fiery explosion in which all the all the background and the tree that it slammed into are completely unscarred. <laughs> oh. Oh, we're getting into racial territory here. Yeah, this this guy's based. Priorities have shifted. We have to get rid of all the South Islanders. Incarceration immunity, so you could get the $100,000 and then just not pay taxes and you'd be fine. That's a, that's a pretty good deal. I would betray Sonic for incarceration immunity. <clears throat> I want... to want Robotnik's jacket there. That's pretty nice. <laughs> Here you go, it's a Chaos Emerald. I just found it laying on the ground, I guess. 
on the one hand, I'm glad that they didn't, uh, they didn't go too nuts with his mustache, but at the same time, it's like, it's a little too perfectly trim. Okay. <laughs> Check it out, everybody, I'm randomly in the video game world now. It's like the first hint of, like, the Checkered Hills or any of that 90s aesthetic from the games. Why did they randomly shoehorn that in there? God, that's so obviously CG. Oh. Oh, that's why. That's why. Okay, well. I still do not support this. Oh, they missed a golden opportunity for the cool... Uh, fish robots to jump out of the water. God, I haven't seen Sonic running so slowly since Sonic 3D Blast. What? Knuckles, but he has fingers. I hate that as well. Oh, God. Why does Knuckles have fingers? Oh, no. Okay, hey. So that was, that was it. Um. So, yep, Jaleel White was the voice of Sonic. I was right about that. DJ Hazard, don't know who that is. Uh, come on, come on. I'm, I'm looking for... Oh, what? They didn't have James Rolfe or, uh... Or Doug Walker in there. Oh, no, here we go, here we go. Uh... Yeah, they, they didn't credit them at all, I don't think. I'll, I'll go back once it plays all the way through. Uh, so, okay, well, there wasn't a whole lot for me to laugh at there. That was mostly just me reacting, so... <laughs> oops. Thought I could thought I could crack some better jokes out of that. But, um, I mean, I, I liked the guy they got to cast for Robotnik, even though he wasn't totally maniacal. Sonic didn't look bad, like, the model didn't look awful, it didn't look as good as the movie, uh, like, the real movie, but, uh, oh man, the animation itself, everything looked so floaty, and that's always a struggle with, uh, uh that's always a struggle with, with CG, especially CG blended with, with live action, is that you've gotta, you've gotta work extra hard to, make sure it feels like it has weight to it, and it really didn't, like, Sonic just feels like he's weightless the entire time, so you see him running, and it's like, you see every bit of his arms moving, you see his, like, every bit of his legs moving, it should be so fast that it's literally just a blur, they spent half the, half of this thing calling him the blue blur, it should be and that should make your job as an animator easier, too, so, like, I don't know why you would shy away from it. It's like, you'd, you'd just need enough motion blur to where it's like, oh, yeah, it's, it's happening so fast, my eyes can't really follow it. That would have actually simplified life for him. Let me go back to these credits, though. I feel like they did not credit James Rolfe or, uh, or Doug Walker there. Come on, where is it? I mean, it was interesting, and a lot of it was closer to the games than the actual movie. Uh, I hated, absolutely hated... Oh, so Robotnik was DJ Hazard, okay. Um, 
Oh no, there we go. Light news commentator James Rolfe. Okay. I do I yep, there we go. Forest Gun Soldier Doug Walker, okay. What? No. No. <laughs> the E one hundred battle droid voices were Chris Neosi and Aaron Hansen of Game Grumps fame. Wow. I thought Aaron was all anti-Sonic. I thought all he ever did was complain about Sonic. Okay. Okay. <laughs> sure. Sure, we'll, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of people worked on this. There was obviously a lot of... A lot of enthusiasm for Sonic as a... As a character and as a franchise. So, like... And, you know, that's what I always tell Turk when we're doing this, is that, like, you know, I don't care if it's bad, uh, you know, I'd, I'd always prefer that it not be boring, which this wasn't really boring to me, I, I was, you know, I was able to track and follow it the whole way through, um, it's like, you know, I don't, I don't care if it's bad, I don't care if it's low budget, I don't care if it's cheesy, just, you know, make it clear that you give a damn, and I do feel like these guys did give a damn the whole way through. Like, there was obviously a fondness for the nostalgia. They, like, they tried so hard to have a balance for Robotnik between looking like he did in the games and not just looking like a Halloween costume. Like, they could have made the mustache so stupid and made it look so bad. Like, oh yeah, I really don't like what they did with Jim Carrey's mustache in the second movie, just from the stills I've seen. Like, it's it's too much. It's like, you've, you've just gone too crazy with it. So, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. He's he's actually got a pretty menacing aura, so good job on him. Um I think it's amazing that they uh that they got uh I think it's amazing that they got Jaleel White to do the voice of Sonic, you know, especially like me. I was you know, I'm an I was born in 1990. Sonic came out in 1991. That's I've literally been a fan of Sonic my entire life. Uh, it's just, it's, it's been in my house hold for as long as my memory lasts. It's crazy. And a very large portion of that was listening to Jaleel White voice Sonic. So it's like, on the one hand, that's awesome. It's crazy that they brought back the original voice for, like, for people in my age groups. Like, that's that's just spectacular but then at the same time it's like he doesn't have that same energy that he did in the animated cartoons he he's he he's trying to capture that attitude that he originally had but it it just sounds like he's so tired throughout so much of it and it sounds like he's just kind of laboring through <laughs> like delivering his lines so it makes me a little bit sad, um, but all t all told, like you can definitely you you can definitely hear the Sonic in his voice. So even though it doesn't sound exactly the way it did, and you know it's it's one of those things like when you're in the studio every day and you're recording those lines every day, yeah, it's like second nature for you to just slip into that character and do it. But <clears throat> you know this was this was 2013. So it had been a lot of years. When did the animated series end? Which I mean, it would have been Sonic Underground. Uh, that that Jaleel White stopped 
stop doing it. So 1999. So yeah, like if it's been 14 years since you've uh, delivered, if it's been 14 years since you've delivered a line in that character's voice, it's obviously not going to sound exactly the same because you know you you're just not going to remember exactly what you did as far as like the vocal range you slipped into and all that and like maybe different ways that you might have might have like constricted your throat or whatever to to get that so so it's it's not it's not awful but uh but yeah really like outside of the animation itself and that I feel like you know that's just something that comes with practice I I feel like I I feel like um you know the the more animating you do the more you get a sense for how things are supposed to uh supposed to look when they're moving uh the the easier just like capture that weight and stuff uh, honestly the only thing i feel like is totally unforgivable is just the way they depicted knuckles it looks like it, it looks like lower quality cg than the entire rest of the movie it looks like they didn't put any effort or budget into it and i still have to ask like why does knuckles have fingers like he's always worn boxing gloves doesn't make any sense to me and for everything else where it's like we're gonna pay such close attention to the details we're gonna make this very clear that we pulled straight from the games since like that's cool even even green hill zone even though it looks way lower budget the green hill zone still looks like you know, yeah they referenced heavily from the games and then knuckles it's like oh yeah we we, we pulled a random panel from like a like a Jim Valentino panel from an early Knuckles comic that Ken Pinders wrote. It's like, oh, okay, well, <laughs> would have would have been nice to you know, even though it's just like a back shot, it lasts just a couple of seconds. It would have been cool to have seen like that same attention to detail. But uh, gee, I I wish that I'd been paying more attention when the Gamma bots spoke, because if I had realized that was Aaron Hansen, I would have been geeking out about that. Uh, other than that, I mean, yeah, like, I, I actually really like the Gamma bots. I would I would get a figure of those with, with that kind of detailing and texture. Uh, so, decent effort. Uh, doesn't really surprise me that it didn't go any any further than it did, but you know, it's it, it checks the boxes for me. It shows that they gave a damn. So, and it wasn't boring. So that's that's what's most important to me. Uh, anyway, so I do I do feel bad that there wasn't more for me to riff on. There wasn't more for me to like crack jokes about. But uh, but yeah, it was definitely interesting. I'm glad I finally got to watch all the way through. Uh, <clears throat> it it could have been interesting to see if they had done. Uh, done the actual live action films a little bit closer to this because, like, not not so much in the games, but like in the Saturday morning cartoon and stuff like that. Robotnik was a dictator. He he was a world conqueror. And the whole thing with Sonic's approach to fighting him was that he was this underground freedom fighter trying to work against this tyrannical regime. And obviously, this. This fan film was, like, angling more towards that as opposed to what they did with the actual movies. So it, it would have been, been interesting to have seen, uh, like, 
a big time studio take more of an approach like this. Um, it's this, this was, this was fun. This was fun. This is something I could actually see watching again, possibly even watching with Turk just to sort of getting his, his reaction from it. But anyway, all right. Well, I won't waste any more of your time, but, uh, I've been a Comey. Had fun with this. Uh, be sure to check out some of our other stuff. Be sure to check out the stuff I've done with Turk because uh, I feel like I'm far stronger when I'm bouncing off of him and riffing off of him. So, uh, yeah. Catch you guys later.